Marissa, are people sometimes awkward when they meet you, not knowing what to say or what not to say? Occasionally. I've definitely been introduced to a lot of people that um, I can tell want to ask me questions or um, just don't really know like what to do, whether they should shake my hands, whether it's wave or what. Um, some people just don't care, and they'll go for a handshake, and I'll, of course, shake their hand back. Um, but, yeah, people definitely are very cautious when they meet me because they don't want to overstep or do anything that might offend me. It sounds like you, you like to put people at ease, though. Yeah, I want to make sure that they don't feel comfortable, and, like, I want to make sure that they know that I am not uncomfortable with it. Now, years back, you know, going into your childhood and so forth, did you and God have some conversations about your lack of hands? Yes. <laughs> Growing up, I, well, this is still at a point where I was figuring out my relationship with God and, like, getting to know Him more. But I always dealt with, like, the why. Like, why was I made like this? Um, and for many years, I was mad at God because, like, I didn't understand. I couldn't see a purpose. Um, but over the past few years, people have come to me and said that I inspire them or, like, point out how, like, I have changed their lives or how they see me um, and how I... Um, show God's love through having no hands. Um, and that's just been really very great for me to hear and very emotional for me to hear because that has been something I've struggled with. But just them telling me that just made me realize that um, that this wasn't done unintentionally like God did this for a purpose. Like I was created to serve him through having no hands. So God, God knew what he was doing. God really knew what he was doing. Yeah. Now I understand back in, in preschool, you won an award for best handwriting. I did. Uh, yeah. Tell us, how did that work? Um, well, I'm a bilateral congenital amputee. Um, I'm missing my forearms, but I do have my upper arms. So I'm able to hold um, utensils in between, like grabbing with both of my hands, my arms. Um, so I just grab it and I practice and I write and I just practice so hard at it because I wanted to be as good, if not better than everybody else at it. Um, so I just worked at it and I eventually got really good handwriting and I was able to do it. So. You you have done and are doing a whole lot in life that could surprise people. Uh, I've seen a, a picture of you using a laptop. Uh, I understand yeah. you you play the cello. You you've done rowboats yeah. and football. I understand. Yeah. How do you do it? I don't know. Just God and practice and I don't know. I if I put my mind to it, I do it. A lot of the things I do, like playing the cello, was purely just to say that I could and to prove that I wouldn't let anything hold me back. So you are determined? Yes. What has been the, the toughest thing for you, say, say recently? Um, you know, I don't know. Nothing, uh, nothing in particular? Nothing in particular. Right. Now, you're in college now at Cedarville University. What is campus life like for you? 
the atmosphere, uh, how you're accepted, uh, what the school is like, uh, you know, what you're learning, that type of thing. Okay, yeah, campus life has been really good. I love it here at Cedarville. When I came in, there's disability services, and, like, they reached out and asked if I needed any accommodations for classes or for tests to see if I needed anyone to take notes for me, that kind of thing. So that was just really nice for them to reach out and make sure that I know that I have options. Um, I didn't need any, but it was just very nice of them to do that. And I know there are a few other students on campus that do have disabilities. So we're definitely looked after here. And it's very welcoming. Um, the student life, um, aside from that, is very nice. People are so kind. Um, you can just feel God here. He's all around. Conversations are typically surrounded by talk of God. And it's just a very uplifting community. You are convinced, as we talked about just just a while ago, uh, that, that God created you just like you are for a purpose. Yeah. Have you determined mm -hmm. what that purpose is? I kind of have an idea. Like, I'm not ever going to know exactly what it is because, like, that's that's only something God can know. Um, but I do believe that he created like me like this to be able to reach out to people um, and just help them realize that they're not created unintentionally and to find the joy in the little things when life doesn't seem to be that great. Because I've struggled with finding the joy in having no hands for so long. So I've been able to use my found joy in God to help others find their joy in God, too. What is in your heart when you see other people with physical challenges? Have you had any one-on-ones to encourage anybody? I have. Um, a few. One back home in particular. Um, she's not saved, but... I've been able to talk with her, like, let her know that um, she's missing one of her arms. Like, just let her know that um, it's going to be okay and to not be so self-conscious about it um, and, like, just try and help her realize that um, she was made like this for a reason and that it may seem like a burden at times but it's really a blessing and that people don't typically see it as this big negative thing I mean of course some people will but when people see us like people with disabilities doing things and being successful they just are inspired by us they don't think down on us and I think that's what a lot of people with disabilities um, think so I hear you now, I imagine you know who Nick Vucic is? I do. I met him when I was very little. And I guess he inspired you a bit? Yes. He's very inspiring. I still follow him a little bit. And once you, you get out of college, what, what are your plans? At least at this point, what, what are you thinking about doing with your life? Um, well, I'm a psychology major. Um, I hope to go into counseling, so I'm definitely going to go for my master's, um, preferably at a seminary of sorts. Um, and then, I, like I said, I would like to go into counseling, specifically if I can, counsel kids with disabilities, because that's just something I feel called to do, something I know I can relate to. 
Are you getting support financially to, to, to help you through college? I am. That is the primary reason I'm able to attend Cedarville. Now, I understand I, I was reading some information about you that you recently got a, a tattoo that has special meaning. Tell us about it. Yes, I got a tattoo on my upper back. Um, it's the creation of Adam hands, just an outline of it. Um, and I got it over the summer because that was when I really sat down and like spent a lot of time with God and like figured out that like this is a blessing. And I wanted to demonstrate that um, just because he did create me like this and I am perfect the way I am. Um, and just this tattoo alone has sparked so many conversations about God and my faith, um, especially um, at the store I used to work at because um, it's a very secular store and they know me as this conservative Christian. So they heard I got a tattoo and they're like, wait, let me see. And they asked me about it. So that allowed me to talk with them and share the gospel. Could you describe the tattoo to us? Yes. Um, it is two hands, God's hand and Adam's hand reaching out and um, their fingers are about to touch. I, don't, I can't show you a picture, but um, if you Google creation of Adam hands, it will come up. All right. And it's already uh, getting some attention and giving you the opportunity to share. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Marissa, I really appreciate you, you sharing your heart with us. Yeah, of course.